it wasn't really like, I want you to like this and, and that's it. It was like, I want to do this and hopefully that it spurs on conversation. And I think it's done exactly that. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. All right. So happy to be joined now with one of my favorites, Mr. Don Amaro. Don, thanks for taking the time for us today. Always a pleasure, man. I love talking to you guys. You know what? I love that we get to talk about live music now because honestly, I was running out of questions. So <laughs> let's talk live music. You're getting ready for the Back Porch Jam. Uh, how does it feel to prep for a live show again? Oh, man, we're, we're stumbling over our feet trying to figure out how, how, how did this happen again? What are we supposed to do? Um, sorry, my, my alarm is ringing. Um, yeah, you know what? We're just really excited to, to, have, a, to have a gig, you know? It's, uh, it's been so long. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of online stuff, but to play in front of actual people, I mean, cars, but still, nonetheless, it's going to be a, a great night just to play for folks who are out and, and looking for an evening out, which, again, probably a lot of people haven't even been out to do, do anything like this for so long, so it's... Uh, Nice to be able to get together and do it and have the band together. Oh, man, we are we are so stoked. And now, do you expect to kind of just hit your stride right away, get back into that rhythm, or do you think it's going to take a little bit to get back in sync with the band? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, we had we had a jam last week, and we got another one tonight, and it was, I mean, these guys, I, I literally was just thinking about this a little while ago. All the guys I play with, they're all incredible players. They're such good, good guys. They're not parents. That's the other thing is that so they can really they can really dedicate themselves to their music craft and I'm like man I'm so jealous they get to play their music all the time <laughs> but uh, so these guys get a chance to play a lot and and I'm just I, for the most part I always feel like I'm catching up with them uh, and uh, yeah I haven't sang a 75 minute set in a long time so you'll see how the how the endurance holds up you know I've been I've been uh, you know having a talk at the top of my lungs at home so maybe that helps but uh, <laughs> but yeah really really excited to get the guys together and I think we're um, I feel okay, you know. We're we're you know we're having to dust it, dust ourselves off a little bit, but I think uh, I think it'll feel pretty great tomorrow. I think we're just we've been chomping at the bit so long to do this that we feel like you know we we're gonna come you know full swing tomorrow night. Don, uh, you did the Valentine's show, which was unbelievable, and it was so well put together uh, and sounded amazing. Uh, how have you been keeping your voice ready to do you know a big over hour long show? Is it something you've been prepping for weeks ahead, or or is it something you try and deal with recovery after? What is your process like? Yeah, I, I wish I could tell you that I, you know I'm a diligent every day. I'm warming up and doing local things, but that's that's really not the case. But I, I sing every day. Like I'm I'm working on some song here or there, or even when I'm writing, like. You know, when you're writing a song, like, you're singing that song over and over for two hours while you're trying to, you know, kind of figure out the lyrics. So it's, I think I've kind of stayed sharp, you know, kind of enough with that. And to be honest, like, when the pandemic hit, I think it was the rest my voice needed that I that I hadn't really considered. And so just being able to unplug for a while, especially at the beginning, like, the first three or four months, it was kind of a nice reprieve for me, to be honest. It would just be able to kind of not have to push myself to, you know, be in, in top vocal form and... Um, I think it really paid off because I find my voice actually a bit stronger now than it has been in previous years. So, you know, I, I'm seeing that the, the glass is half full through all this, and, and uh, I think that's been my my saving grace was that, that forced break. Don, like you said, it's going to be a little different. You're not going to be playing in front of people. It's going to be in front of cars, kind of like you're in that cartoon movie, which I think your kids will maybe think is pretty cool. But uh, you, you're you're not going to maybe get that response you're used to. But is there going to be a moment where you just kind of look out or you look back at the band and you think, wow, like how far you've come and, and how lucky you are to be doing what you love? I hope so. Yeah, I think you know one of the things that I, I, I try to allow myself to do more often than I than I you know, maybe didn't before, was just really pause and, and just be in the moment, you know, because I think, you know, especially not having had a chance to perform like this for so long, 
you know, I think there's definitely going to be a few moments where we all look at each other going, we're back, you know, it's nice to be back in this place. And, and, I, and, I, and I hope that the audience feels the, you know, the, the magic that I think we're going to be feeling. I and mean, we're already feeling it in rehearsals, so I feel like once we get on that stage, you know, proper setup, we're going to be like, this is, it feels so good to be, be back at this. And, and again, just really kind of capturing the moment. I think that's going to be really the, the you, know, you, you can't fake that. I think we're just going to have to really just slow down a little bit here and there and then just really soak it in. Don, you're coming to an area that's always supported you. That's you got some some major fans here. You know, what does it mean to to get back on stage? You know, in southeastern Manitoba specifically. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, I I've definitely found tremendous support from from you know folks around there over the years, and uh, you know, an opportunity. My first gig back being for those folks, for you guys out there. I think uh, that's a beautiful thing. I think it just sort of sends sends a message of of, of connection and. And, uh, you know, the fact that, that this is the, the gig that called me up, you know, uh, out of the, uh, out of the change room and, and get, get back to it. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just so excited to, to get out there and, and perform for my, my Southeastern Manitoba folks. Don, we're coming off of National Indigenous Peoples Day. You, uh, you you explained a little bit on your social medias, and and you've really been you know more vocal and, and more. You know, it, you've been asked a lot more about it lately. What's it been like being at the forefront, uh, you know, of, of your background and and you know trying to represent Indigenous people in uh, in this current time and landscape? Yeah, you know, to be honest, so, uh, we talk about this a lot on my team and I. You know, just the idea that we've been kind of trying to do this this sort of you know, sharing the message of Indigenous people and sort of the, the, the thoughts and ideas behind, you know, some of the things that what we think about. And uh, I, I feel like, you know, it's just been kind of a beautiful thing because the whole country seems to be leaning in a little bit more and wanting to, you know, educate themselves. And, you know, I feel like there's, there's three things that people have an option to do. They, they can be complicit, they can be ignorant, or they can educate themselves. And I really feel this hunger to educate now more than ever, and I think that that's a beautiful thing. And, and I, again, I'm, I'm just glad to be somebody who has has a little bit of knowledge in the area and somebody who can kind of, again, if I can point people in the right direction to, to educate themselves more and find, find out where they can get more information on, on you know, Canadians, uh, Canadian history. And um, I'm, I'm happy to take on that role. You know, I don't know everything. I, I have, I've got, you know, bits and pieces of my story that I can share. Uh, and I think if that points somebody in the right direction in terms of their growth, uh, you know, that's, that's all, all around a good thing. And, uh, and I really feel like as a country we're, we're moving in the direction we want to be going in. And, you know, we've got a lot of work to do, a long road ahead of us, but uh, I think I think this is an opportunity for us to really really pause again and, and do that reflection thing, even in this. Uh, you know, Golden West is going to be part of the Canada-wide radio event. It's called A Day to Listen, uh, where it's in honor of National Indigenous History Month, and it's in support of the Downey Wenjack. Uh, sorry, Donnie Wenjack, uh, a great charity. You can go to downeywenjack.ca. Uh, again, it's just showing that this is not just a small thing, Don. This is across Canada, and again, you just talk about education. Why is an event like this important, and why you know is it so great to have all of the radio stations across Canada getting behind it? Well, because I think it's it's been it's been uh, one of those areas that has been hard to um, always know how to explore. You know, uh, especially on the radio front, because. You know, I understand the world of radio, and I understand that it's, it's a business, and, and there's there's bills to pay at the end of the day, and all those things are important. But I think when the whole community can kind of go, wait a second, we need to all be paying attention to this, and and I think radio is a major amplifier of these things, obviously, and um, I think it's, again, just another testament to how far we're coming, because, 
you know, this has never happened quite in this way before, and it's just showing that as a country we are ready to, to change and evolve and grow. And, um, again, I think all I see is beauty in all of this, and uh, um, it, it's very encouraging. There are some amazing artists as well. I'm just looking at Jade Turner, Alan Gray Eyes, Desiree Dorian, uh, all kind of doing stuff for uh, National Indigenous uh, History Month. Boy, oh boy, there is some incredible talent right here in this province, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, Manitoba's always uh, had, a, you know, been a hotbed of, of talent and Indigenous talent, and you know, I'm proud to say many of the those that are kind of in the light in, in all this is are really good friends of mine and. Um, you know, we've all kind of grown up together, and, and the fact that we can all be on the front lines in this during this conversation right now, and and you know, be trusted allies, you know, in all of this, that that you know, people can know that we are safe spaces to have these conversations, and um, I think we've you know we've spent the better part of our career trying to you know solidify that stance as, as people who are are trying to create space for these these moments, and uh, and I think this is one where um, you know the stars have aligned in our country to have this conversation, and it's. You know, unfortunately, it's through tragic events that led us here. But uh, I think, um, at the same time, you know, we're we're addressing uh, our past in this way. And, and uh, yeah, like I say, a long road ahead. But uh, but again, I'm I'm always a guy that, that can be encouraged by these things, and, and I am for sure today. Uh, just a couple more, and last one before we get back into the show coming up uh, in Grunthal. Uh, I I wanted to ask when I saw it, uh, and now that I get the chance. Did, when that uh, when you were approached to sing the anthem for the Jets game after, of course, that horrible discovery and all that conversation going on around it, uh, were you nervous? Were you apprehensive? Did you did you how did you feel? And then when did you know it was going to be such a powerful moment? Like, did you know during? Did you know before? Did you know after? Just take us through what that was like for you. Yeah, you know, to be honest, it was one of those things where it's it's a, it's kind of a funny story because I was out at the cabin during the Jets Edmonton Oilers run. And uh, one of the one of the games, you know, the the Stacy Natras, who's wonderful, great great, you know, anthem singer here. Uh, somebody said Donna Merrill should be singing the anthem. I heard them like my neighbors next door. <laughs> and uh, so then I texted, you know, Mark Chip and he and I are good buddies. And I just said, hey, you know, my neighbor just shouted this out. And he goes, oh, we can make that happen. And I was thinking, oh, I guess this might be a thing. And then you know, shortly after the discovery of uh, and the news of the of the you know the grave sites in in Kamloops came about and. Um, and, and then the whole world kind of, you know, just paused and kind of thought, what does this mean? You know, Canada was questioning, a lot of Canadians were going, what does it mean to be Canadian? You know, the idea of, of, of our identity kind of feels to be uh, shaken right now. And so then, you know, then Mark said, you know, we're, we're going to find out what happens at the Montreal-Toronto game, but, you know, how are you feeling? And I said, you know, I, I think I can still sing, sing the anthem. I think I can kind of get through this. And I thought about it for 24 hours, and I thought, I'm not sure I can sing the anthem. So I texted him back and said, Mark, I'm not sure. And then another 24 hours passed, and I said, you know what, let's, let's talk about this. So we got together, we talked about sort of all the options on the, on the table with, you know, a moment of silence, not having the anthem at all, taking a knee, all these things. And we're like, none of those feel like the right thing. And I said, why don't you leave it with me, and I'll see what I can come up with. And I literally, 1.30 in the morning on, on game day, I, I sat, I was up, and I was, uh, I was thinking about how to sing the anthem in the way that feels right and, and causes everybody to kind of lean in a little bit more and and you know what the way we did it was we did it kind of somber and sad it was it was a, a very non-anthemic anthem and uh you know it was, i really wanted people to digest every word just the way that i was in that moment and uh i tell you being having you know um elder wally and karen swain who are both you know residential school survivors on either side of me i felt the weight of that moment like like you know i was really just thinking how do i honor those who have gone before me and and how do i you know, the shoulders that I stand on today, 
you know, of, of all the giants that have gone before me, I, I felt like I really, in that moment, felt like the world slowed down. It was a really, I hadn't felt quite like that ever in my career, in a moment where I felt like that, that you really feel like the weight of the whole country in a way. And uh, and it was just, uh, I, and I didn't really know what kind of, you know, because it, it it, there was a hockey game to be had, and people were there for that. And, and I was like, are, are people going to respond to this? And I got a tidal wave of, of response, and, you know, 99.9% of it was super supportive and really in favor of, of that moment. And, uh, and you know, the, the, the 0.01% that was, that was sort of had, had trouble with it, it opened up a dialogue. And, and even people that came to me and pr- pr- approached me personally that had trouble, I just said, let's talk about that. Because I think that, that, you know, it wasn't really like, I want you to like this and, and that's it. It was like, I want to do this and hopefully that it spurs on conversation. And I think it's done exactly that. And, uh, and again, it's just another moment where I just think, you know, th- this... Really, kind of, I'm I'm really happy with the Jets organization and you know Mark Chipman and his team there that that really have been on the front lines of wanting to uh, be part of the change in this country and I think that they're an organization that's has already been doing that work. Yeah, it's a moment I don't think anybody will forget, uh, no matter what your background is, and uh, it's it's got to be pretty special to uh, to have been at the front of that, Donna. That was really really amazing. Uh, Thanks, man. Before yeah. before we let you go, uh, back porch jam. Uh, of course, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, let's go to a little happier topic here. Uh, what song <laughs> are you most looking forward to singing live in front of all those cars back on stage? Is there one song where you're just like you get the goosebumps in the feels thinking of belting that out again? Oh man, you know our set list is so deep now. We got you know a great catalog of songs. Um, you know, for me, obviously, Church is always one of our favorites. You know, it's, it's been a fan favorite for for a number of years now, and. And that one always gets a, gets a really great response, and and the band is so locked in for that one. And the other one that that you know, obviously it's, it's it's the new one. You cannot be twenty one. You know that's kind of the one we haven't really had much of an opportunity to play for crowds, obviously yet. So uh, I think I'm really excited because that one's got a really tremendous response so far too. A lot of people have felt like that song's resonated with them, and so we're just uh, yeah excited to kind of be able to share that one with folks tonight and uh, our site tomorrow night. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a great time. And, and all the songs in this set, I think, are really fantastic. We've got a couple of cover songs in the mix, and um, you know, hopefully, we're going to pull those off. <laughs> Should be a fun night, though. Donamero.ca is where you can get your tickets. Don, thank you so much for doing this today, and uh, always appreciate you taking the time for us. Oh, you guys are great, man. Appreciate you guys too. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony, weekday mornings only on Country 107.